0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, it's 2011, the Arab Spring, a tsunami in Japan, riots in London following peaceful protests over the police shooting of Mark Duggan, and Apple's founder, Steve Jobs, died. And the year IBM's Watson computer developed as a natural language answering system appeared on the US quiz show Jeopardy and won. (laughs) The implications were profound. Science, mathematics, space travel, and of course, healthcare. What if the machines learning could answer questions, diagnose, predict, rationalise resources, drug development? If you can imagine it, it could happen. Except, it didn't. Now, I'm pretty hard nosed when it comes to technology, the dreadful state of NHS data capture, analysis and all the rest is bad enough, but when you hear stories, as I do regularly, that it takes more time for a doctor to log in to a ward system than it does to attend to the patient, all is lost. I know my scepticism is right. I take the view that the front line of healthcare has consistently been let down by so-called IT experts who frittered away millions and still can't explain why A&E, an A&E doctor in Bournemouth can't connect live to a patient's primary care record in Birmingham. For heaven's sake, I can take money from a cash machine at three in the morning in Timbuktu, but I can't decide who I share my health records with at lunchtime in the pharmacy. That said, I became a fan of Watson. The idea that we could gather medical learning on a global basis, distill best practice, and answer questions in plain English was, well, mind-boggling. It's not difficult to do if you have big enough storage and the computing power to access it quickly. Speech recognition? Well, it probably sits on your coffee table and it's called Alexa. Putting it all together and creating an application that has use and value is the very smart bit. Even I was persuaded to expect great things. No, wonderful things. No, amazing, fantastic things. Actually, Watson never really worked and has recently been broken into component parts, the data sold to a private equity firm for a billion dollars. A financial disaster. For IBM. Just as there is no connectivity worthy of the name in the NHS, there is no global connectivity in healthcare, no way to collect uh, a holistic overview of disease across the world. A heart attack in Hong Kong, Holland or New Haven is just a heart attack, but the whys and wherefores, the diet and lifestyles that may have contributed to it, the treatment and outcomes, such valuable information to learn from. What works fastest, safest and is the most economic? The holy grail questions in healthcare. Watson couldn't do it. Like I doubt any of the new ICBs can do it from one side of town to the other. There's so much to gain. Microsoft, Google, Amazon, they all recognise the importance of health informatics, but none of them have a really good handle on it. Knowledge is power, but in the right hands it's democratising. A way to leverage poorer nations with threadbare health systems, accelerate their training and knowledge base. Machines that can tell a doctor what the diagnosis is suggest suggest optimum treatment. Global knowledge sliced, diced and served up like a sushi chef. IBM bet the farm on Watson. They spent $5 billion buying up healthcare data companies in pursuit of patents and clues to a healthier future. There were problems with the complexity of patient files, problems with the socio-demographic impact on disease, climate and determinants of health, problems that optimum treatment recommendations were not universally available. In many cases, cases, Watson told clinicians what they already knew. The tech industry is full of swagger and its disciples are audacious. The catastrophe that is Watson is a case study. NHS England is currently subsuming NHS Digital. I hope it is in pursuit of the sort of common sense that realizes one interoperability is beyond the NHS but mutualized access is good enough. Two access to health records martini style anytime any place anywhere is mission critical safety. Three it's a national health service. That means buying everyone the same kit is not a procurement sin. It's an operational crime not to. Four, simplicity, such as Bluetoothing observations from the bedside to the patient record, saves hours of nursing time and, because of accuracy, probably saves lives. Next, make it a priority to ease the burden on the front line by eliminating process inefficiencies. For instance, sixties login is probably responsible for more doctors leaving the NHS than nineties wages. It's all very elementary, my dear Watson. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly. And uh, look, I hope we'll um, have another chat soon. Bye bye.